Okay, we continue in the Sefer Das Hasfiros from Rosh Schlossberg. We're now on the 11th essay. Uh, we're about uh, a little more than a third way through the book. And it's the sphere of Gvura. The sphere of Gvura, which means strength. So remember, we have the five partsufim, the five faces. And we're in the face of parts of Zeir Antin, the small face is the six lower spheros. That's where man does most of his, does all of his activity in the world here. And we started, we finished chesed. Now we move to gvura. So the author right away dispels a notion that's incorrect about gvura, strength. Many people think that the sphere of gvura is basically judgment and suffering. Okay? That through the strength, strength with strength, you can minimize things. For example, the chesed is flowing. So therefore, when din and judgment and strength throttle it, then all the good flow from Hashem is limited. And that's when suffering comes in the world. In other words, you got to control that chesed. If that chesed, God is pumping in all kinds of good energy. And then the Jews are sinners, and God has to judge us. So how does he judge us? He reduces the amount of chesed. Chesed means uh, healthy energies for healthy blood cells to reproduce. And when Hashem throttles it, the energy is cut down. And you don't have all those things that work in a way that they should work. And then sickness comes, or anything like protection and this, and it's taken away, so accidents happen. So we usually associate gvura strength with a judgment that minimizes the amount of kindness that comes into the world. But we will see shortly that really the definition is totally different. Totally different. So let's get to basic definitions. Gvura means from the word gibor, which is a warrior, is strength. And therefore the attribute of gvura is talking about Things that are done with power. Okay. Now, there's some things you do with regular energy. And other things, you're really showing your power and your might. And it could... Now, when you do things powerfully, it could be for one or two reasons. It could be to minimize something, and you use that power of strength to throttle something and to minimize it. But sometimes you can use the power to increase things more. So instead of giving on a regular level, let's say you have a, an air conditioned unit, there's the, 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 what do you call it? The fan blows regular. If you want it to get colder, you put it on a higher level, it blows faster. So now if you want more air conditioning, you want to put it into a higher gear. So Gvura is doing things with power, but it could be power to reduce or power to increase. And one of the early Kabbalists, the Leshem, he says, when we talk about the attribute of Gvura, he says, it can act in two opposite ways. The Mida of Gvura sometimes acts to conceal, minimize, and take away. And that is, um, you know, stopping the flow. And let's say a good example is that a Gibor, Mishnah who's a strong person, Hakovesh Yitro, 
You control your anger. So what are you doing? You are throttling it. You're stopping a force from coming out. But there's also a gvur that unifies with chesed. And through the power that you have, you create much greater forces of chesed. And the force will come out in, in incredible ways beyond belief. So that's really gvura is a neutral force. It's just making whatever's happening. It's, it's using a tremendous strength either to cut back or to increase. And what is the element that's associated with Gvura is fire. So if you've got combustible materials, the fire will overcome it and create a great fire. Okay? That's the nature of that. And therefore with Gvura, when it's combined with Chesed, it can bring a tremendous amount of, of, of Chesed into the world. So for example, fire can burn something up and then we and fire can increase heat. So you can destroy with fire and you can increase with fire. With fire, you can, uh, with more fire, so to speak, with more combustion, you can drive a car faster. It's a very positive thing. And that's the general notion of fire can be two ways. And that really is the machlokas, Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, about lighting the Hanukkah menorah. Beis Hillel says you light the Hanukkah menorah first one, two, three, all the way to eight on the eight days. Beis Shammai says the reverse, eight to one. So what's the debate based on? The debate is based on, well, what element of Hanukkah we're looking at. Now we know for sure it's fire. It's for sure it's fire. That's the light. So what does fire do? Fire does two things. It consumes and it illuminates. So base Hillel, who generally their source of their spirituality is kindness. So they look at what does Gvura, fire, do to kindness. It creates more and more light. So as the every day moves on, it gets stronger. So one day you have one candle, second day two candles, because Gvura makes the light go more and more and more. Shammite, who's the attribute of, of the pure Gvura of control, he says, well, let's look at the aspect of how much it can destroy the evil. And the light of evil can be diminished. So from eight all the way down to one, it destroys and, and what evil is left gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. You're both correct. The only question is which one can we associate with more in our lifetimes? As we shall see, we Paskin like Basilo, that we use that Kvura to illuminate more and more. But it but Beishamai is an as a good opinion as well, just we don't hold like it in in, in practicality. Another example of this, which is fascinating, we know that the first three barachos of the Amida are there to describe, we call them praises of God, but they're specifically praises of telling us what is the power that Hashem brings to us that we can access. And the three major powers, the three major spheros in how they relate to us is chesed, gvura, tiferes, kindness, control, and tiferes, which will be explained at the end of this week. Each bracha relates to that. Remember, kindness and 
is Avram, control is Yitzchak, Tiferes is Yaakov. So the first three brachas is kindness, control, and Tiferes. That's where we start the Shmon Esra. Elokeinu v'lokei Avoseinu, elokei Avram, elokei Yitzchak, elokei Yaakov. So already starts saying the God of these three forefathers and his relationship with each forefather was in sharing the qualities of these characteristics. And we and we say, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole bracha, but the first one associates with Avram. Mogain Avram, the shield of Avram, is the first one with kindness. But let's look at the second one that is to be understood, and it's called, the bracha is called, Gvuros Geshavim, the power of the rains. And that's why in the wintertime, we praise Hashem by saying he is Mashiva Ruach Morida Gashem. He brings down the wind, he blows the wind and brings down the rain. That's called the power of the rain. Very interesting way we refer to this bracha is Gvuras Geshavim. Why? What's really happening, if you look at what are the items we talk about in that bracha, well... We add about the rain, but what do we talk about a lot? The revival of the dead. We say it five times. So mm-hmm. he 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 is he steadies those who uh, fall. It's hard to do it one at a time by heart. <laughs> you say it fast. So he heals the sick, takes the ones out of prison. Sounds like a lot of kindness to me. Why is this the bracha gvura? And the answer is, is that God's mercy has to be very strong that there's so much more chesed necessary to do these things than the regular chesed. There's regular kindness, and then there's powerful kindness. And that needs a powerful, consistent kindness for this to happen. So let's take a look at what it, what it means. Okay. The whole idea, although it's giving kindness, here, let's start again. Mechalkel chayim bechesed. You sustain the living with kindness. Mechayim esim, you revive the dead. Berach nimrav, with great mercy. So where's the gvura? Where's the control? If we think control means you're, you're, you're controlling people and judging people and punishing people. That's not happening over here. So the Chavetz Chaim explains in this bracha, we know there are three keys that God has not given to any messengers. He keeps the three himself. One is life, one is revival of the dead, and the other is rain. Why he does that, you'll see in a minute. Now, what's so special about those energies? Hashem brings them at all time, nonstop. And that is rachamim rabim, abundant mercy. So then becomes the question again. So where, where's the gvura? Where's the control? And the answer is, again, that part of the idea is these are not regular kindnesses. Life, you know, birth, giving birth. Do you know how much power is necessary for a baby to be born? There's so many things that doctors cannot figure out. Cannot figure out. How is it a baby for nine months doesn't breathe? Now, who's going to teach the baby to start breathing when it's cut from the umbilical cord? Is he that smart to understand how to breathe on his own? 
So many things happen. How does the woman who has a very small opening in her body, all of a sudden it expands to incredible size just by itself? And this baby who's used to a life in vitro all of a sudden has to adjust to a tremendous change in life. There's all kinds, it is one of the most miraculous things ever. And and it needs a lot of rachamim. And and the fact of the matter is when Hashem doesn't give a lot and he minimizes then women are big trouble. Big trouble. And therefore, what about um, <clears throat> what about uh, resurrecting the dead? Whew, that's going to need a lot of energy. Rain, constant rain. That comes from God, comes the rain. Nobody can bring the rain in the world. And these are constant things. Without them, the world would not exist. And what makes them so powerful? They never stop. It is God kind with Gogvura can be chesed on steroids. It's like unlimited chesed. A chesed that can break through barriers. And why does God not give these keys to, let's say, an angel? Because a lot of times the Jewish people will not be worthy. They will sin. And if you give it to an angel, angel's going to do it with justice. Say, well, I'm going to just stop having people stop breathing. But since these things are what keeps the world going, without birth, there'd be no people. Without rain, there'd be no sustenance. Without the resurrection of the dead, there'd be no Olam Haba and no purpose to this world. And therefore, God has to exert, as it were, incredible power to make these things happen. And it's all in a good context. We don't say in the second brother, God punishes the sinners. Never once says that. Kills our enemies. Not once. We live that for other brachas. So you see that the very bracha that's called gvura can, it could be used for judgment. We're not saying not. But it's really a neutral force and really it's designed for good. And Hashem would prefer not to have, if people wouldn't sin, God would not have to use it for bad at all. So that is why we have to not mistaken what gvura is all about. And now you begin to see why we going to have chesed followed by gvura. On the one hand, we'll see many reasons why. One of you, chesed is a regular amount. Chesed really means, remember we said, <laughs> is to love someone, to feel connected, to expand. Now, what if the expansion will take a lot of effort? You want to connect with someone, it's very hard. This person does not, does not make it easy to be kind with him. So you got to really throw in extreme efforts and per se I don't have the strength no 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 you have to dip into your gvura where you could do things that could even be beyond what you think you could do you have to tap into that and that can now make chesed I wish I wish I could connect I want to connect I want to help I want to do a kindness but it's way too hard for me well who says it's way too hard plug in the gvura Start getting some spiritual steroids. And then you'll be able to make that happen. Just like Hashem is able to make that happen. And therefore we see as well, this week's Parsha talks about the blessings of the Kohanim. This week's Parsha. The Vilna Gaon explains that why would by Birchas Kohanim, the first words are, Yivarecha Hashem, Hashem should bless you. V'yishmarecha and he should guard you. 
So what does guarding mean? Again, guarding is an aspect of gvura, power. And power means sometimes to reduce. But it can also mean to powerfully reduce or powerfully increase. Now, what is yishmerecha? To guard. Yivarecha means Hashem should bless us. And the simple meaning with blessing is physical blessing, monetary blessing. Crops should grow, making good parnasa. That is that bracha. So you can have a lot of money. What happens? You lose it all. Then it becomes more painful than ever getting it. So after you get it, Yishmael Hashem should guard it that that kindness that's coming to us should be in a proper way. Meaning to say, either the kindness he gives, we shouldn't lose it, or the kindness he gives is in a way that we will use it properly. So the gvura is going to be used in whatever way is necessary to make sure that the kindness gets to the destination. So sometimes it'll mean there's going to have to be a lot of effort to make a lot of good happening. Sometimes a lot of effort not to lose the good that you have. So there's got to be some kvura to make sure that that kindness comes through. And we know the Gemara, the the Medrash, uh, the, uh, the Talmud says that three gifts were given to the Jewish people. They only come with suffering. That's Olam Haba, Eretz Yisrael, and the Torah. And the Vilnam Gon explains why do they only come with suffering? Because they are things that come from Gvura. These things for us to have, Olam Haba, the world to come, God's going to have to be super, super chesed. Eretz Yisrael, for a people who aren't warriors to conquer the land of Israel, you need super Gvura. And Torah, to be able to really understand the message of Torah. A human being to fathom the infinite wisdom of God needs a lot of gvura. And therefore, these are great gifts, but they come through God's gvura, which will require your gvura. And what's gvura? Gvura means I'm giving all my effort, even to the point of what? It's painful. How do you know you're really working hard? You're exercising. How do you know you're re- you can put in a regular exercise or a good exercise? So what do they all say to you? How do you know if it's a good exercise? What do they say? Feel the burn. And what's burn? Fire. You've, the muscles are on fire. Why? Because you're breaking the muscle. Right? That it breaks and then whatever that means exactly, but then it rebuilds itself. So what are you doing? That's kvura. When you're just doing a, a relaxing exercise, that's nice. You know, you get the heartbeat a little bit up, but you're not really making any muscles. Or even runner's high. It means real good exercise always needs to have pain. And what does that do? And it, it means you have to give it a super effort till it hurts. I mean, everybody understands that. No one's going to say, Oh, it's hurting me. Well, what do you expect? You want to get muscles or not? So what about spiritual gifts? You think Israel comes without hurt? Torah comes without hurt? Alamhaba comes without hurt? It doesn't have to be a hurt that somebody kills you, but you've got to impose upon yourself whether it means, you know, pushing down your Sahara and focusing on spirituality, which in Olam Haba is not just a nice little vacation place. It's a whole transformation of the world. 
means you have to be a person that's ready. You've transformed yourself. And therefore, a tremendous amount of gvura is necessary for that. And therefore, the Kohanim are blessing us that, yes, if we're going to get Yevarechacha, but you're going to need gvura of Yishmerecha to make sure that that remains the way it should be. Okay, now, once we're talking about Kohanim, now we get to a very interesting idea. Oh, I'm sorry, we're not up to them yet. It's going to come soon. I'm jumping the gun over here. Okay, another aspect of Gvura, the Leshem writes, is that really Gvura in and of itself is some kind of deficiency, destruction, and breaking. Which means that if a person will conduct himself with a lot of Gvura without mixing it with Chesed, he is going to destroy himself because there's too much control, too much compression, too much minimization, and that can destroy the person. He gives a very good example. And we're going to explain why that gvura, unadulterated gvura, is no good. And he gives an example. Let's say a person is in a situation, in the summertime, it's a very difficult spiritual time because when you go out, there's a lot of things we're not supposed to be looking at. And let's say the person comes to the test, he has to guard his eyes. So, what's the best way to guard your eyes? Close them. Now that needs kvura. There's a pretty girl walking in front of you, and you're the Yetzirah wants to look at the pretty woman. What do you got to do? Close your eyes. You don't realize how many muscles you need, and how much strength you need to close those eyes. Okay, to not look at all. But let's say, okay, so that's one, that, okay, for five seconds, let's say, let's say you're at a red light and there's a very attractive, very skinnily clad woman walking by. You're looking at the light and she's in the way. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay, you can close your eyes for five seconds. Okay, if you figure out, I won't say you're across, open my eyes, fine. But what if, what if, what if you're in a p- place, what if you're in a place like the beach? You'd have to close your eyes the whole time. And you'd have to be fighting the whole time to keep your eyes closed. After a while, you're worn out from the battle. Say, ah, heck with it, I can't succeed anyway, might as well just look. Okay. And you know what it's like? When, when you're too much gvura, it's like a spring. The more you press down, the harder you press down, the more it pops up. So if you're in a situation where it's all, gvura means minimize, minimize, cut down, cut down, cut down, then you feel you're, you're cut to pieces. So now what do we gotta do? We've gotta realize that gvura is amazing, but we have to be very careful how much of it we use at a time. So what would be another way? So let's say you're at the beach, okay? Let's say, let's say when you came to the beach, it was pretty empty. All of a sudden, a whole truckload of people start coming and they're very not modestly dressed and they're gonna be there for a while. Okay, one answer is you just leave. But let's say someone left you at the beach or coming an hour later to pick you up. 
So how could you exercise your gvura without it minimizing you so much? You have to blend it with kindness. And you know how you do that? Take a safer with you. And now, oh, I should be looking at? Okay, I'm looking at my book. I'm learning. Now, learning accomplishes the same goal as closing your eyes, but it's in a positive way. I'm connecting to the book. Right? So if it's hard for you to read, get, get a nice English biography of a tzaddik and read about a tzaddik. So now my eyes are wide open. <laughs> They're just directed in a way, but I, I'm using gvura to not let my eyes veer away, but I'm using chesed to connect to something that's very beautiful in the book that I'm reading. Okay? Or... You know, think about something that interests you. But, you know, let's say you have to uh, check the, your, your bills online at the bank. That'll take 20 minutes to go over everything in the bank, you know, make sure the accounts, whatever it is, whatever it is. So take the power of strength that's burning inside of you because I'm trying to control myself, but now put it into a positive direction that he can be engaged in and now he can build within him strength to uh, accomplish things. <coughs> there are people who say, for example, and this, this a lot of times happens, and there are people who like bring little pocket gemaras with them, and they finish masechtas for the minute here, minute there. What am I going to do? Oh, now I have to wait in an office. And there's a lot of people not dressed. You're in the store. Everywhere you go. So what are you going to keep doing Keep, keep looking, closing your eyes. All right. So if you've got, let's say, a Chumash app on your phone, so now turn on the Chumash app and look at the Chumash and read the Chumash. Therefore, your blood, because too much Gvura is going to burn you out. That's the point. And you're trying to, uh, um, you won't get satisfaction always having to fight the eights of horror, close your eyes, stop controlling yourself, and you'll run out of gas in that. But if you now are attaching it to something that's creative, you will feel satisfaction from that, uh, in that you won't mind when the next test comes along. And that's the idea we mentioned, I think, yesterday, the idea of gvuros kedoshos, holy gvuros, which is, which is the essence of the power in Gvura, where you're bringing some, uh, where the idea is you're using a power from your natural ways and putting it in a holy place and elevating it because of the great power you have and you're able to go out of your nature and reach much greater lofty places. So although your nature is to look a pretty woman, you now already have trained your eyes that when that happens, I got the safer, I'm looking, and now I can reach high places within the gura of even studying Torah and things like that. Now, we're just going to start the next part. And again, this week's Parsha talks about the different roles of the Levim. Gershon, Kasim, Arari. Now, the Levim, very interesting, Kohanim are connected to the meat of Chesed. Levim to the meat of Gvur. Okay, important to know that. And why Kohanim? Their idea, their idea is to have the Jew connect to God. 
So Chesed is pouring out the love. The coin wants to, through their service, bring all the good energies into the world and connect to the Jewish people, inspire the Jew to do kindness. The Kohen generally is supposed to be a kind fellow, like Sidu Chesed. Levim, on the other hand, they come to Gvura. Now they have two specific jobs. What are the two main, and I'm not talking about in the desert when they were carrying the uh, materials of the Mishkan, but when they had a base of Mishkan, what were their two main jobs? What were they? To make sure the gates are closed, to protect, guard that people don't go where they're not supposed to go, and singing. Now, guess what? They're both part of Gvura. Because one is the Gvura, you have to use a lot of power to stop people from going where they're not supposed to go. As you know, when there's mad mobs that are crushing, imagine the base on Migdash, millions of people are coming to stop the crush. You have to have Gvura of what? Of only allowing so many people to come in. You're not allowing so many to come in, and that needs a lot of strength. But on the other hand, singing also comes from Gvura. Because what is singing really? A person is like, what's the expression? He broke out into a song. What does that mean? People normally don't sing. A lot of people, you know, have this thing, they have trouble singing. Because why? Because they're just used to being a talking, reserved. Oh, what a beautiful morning! <laughs> I'll never forget, Gavin was like McCray. Gavin, not Gavin McCray, somebody McCray. I forgot. Anyway, I remember when a little kid, you know, he just gets up and bursts. It's like bursts out and so What does burst mean? To use gvura, to sing, really. A lot of people, they don't have that gvura. Oh, you know, I'm not a singer. I don't want to sing. It looks funny. It looks weird. Like, Go out and start singing. Open up. Now, what, where is that going to come from? That's going to come from Gvura. And therefore, uh, very interesting, well, when, when there is a Shira in the Torah, when you look at a song in the Torah, it's not written regular line after line after line. There's a few words, a space, a few words. On top of that, there's a, words that cover up the space and go over a little bit. Why is that? Because everything is going out of its border. The whole wording is going out of its border. And therefore, very interesting. We find Shira, for example, by Mariv. We say, The Jewish people, your kingdom, they willingly accepted. Moshe, the Jewish people, and they didn't really do. And then, Shira. They said Shira to you. What's the idea of praise? Praise is where a person recognizes everything's from Hashem. And when you sing to Hashem with praise, you're accepting the yoke of heaven, and therefore you're bring, you're going out of the normal way a person goes to say, "I want to I want to connect to the highest level possible, and I want to accept your yoke of heaven, and I want to sing it out in the greatest way." As the morale says, Shira is he says in Hebrew, which means the longing of a person. For his possible cause. Longing for a person to connect to the cause of his reality. And he's trying to jump and catch that reality. As we say, Kedusha, we go up on our on our tippy toes. The idea of song, and, and that's why that's why I feel when we say Shema Yisrael, we should sing Shema Yisrael. People just say, oh, it's it's 
something for secular Jews and this and that. Shema Yisrael is, is wanting to connect on the highest level. So you burst out in a song to break through and say, yes, I want to go out of my nature and accept the yoke of heaven. I'm willing to die for Hashem. And that's all the singing that we do. Okay, there's more to talk about singing and wine and things like that, but we've made a good start in Tegvura. Shukayach, everybody. Forty, forty's full of